Jim, Roman, how you going? History time once again on a... Oh, wow. A beautiful blue day that I haven't been outside to witness yet. I'll do that later. Um, yes, history time again. We're uh, catching up. Uh, well, following off from last week where there was a lot of changes, actually, even just in that last event that I covered. Um, so let's pick up there. There was the, it was on the 17th of February, 2008. It was uh, in Ryugoku, Goku Jikan, probably pronounced that wrong, Sumo Hall. Reportedly 9,500 people there, but I, uh, I'm not sure if we can trust cagematch.net on that one. Um, so, well, the first uh, result of note was not a title change, but it is a big result in the junior heavyweight division in that Christopher Daniels of TNA, although in TNA he's Curry Man, and the real Christopher Daniels is sitting at home, I suppose. But uh, Christopher Daniels in Japan defeated Wataru Inoue, who has been champion of the junior division since uh, December last year in 2007. There was another result that didn't necessarily affect the title picture, but it was a huge angle, with Tenzan being ousted as leader of GBH, via a mutiny led by Makabe. So Makabe is now the leader of GBH moving forward, but to the title changes, and uh, that's... Well, we've... Yeah, so we've already covered the junior title, right? Okay, so the junior tag team title, that was held by... Minoru and Prince Devitt, who only just won the titles, and they were defeated by Akira and Jushin Thunder Liger. Legend. So they're your new junior heavyweight tag team champions. Uh, in the other tag division, the heavyweights, Giant Bernard and Travis Tomko held on to these titles for nearly a year, since March of 2007, and they were finally defeated by Togi Makabe and Toru Yano, GBH, um, they took the titles. That's the new top tag team of GBH. Um, and no spoilers, but uh, they are they're a really strong tag team moving forward. Um, yeah, I don't want to say too much, but just. Uh, just so we we try and keep this is a turbulent time for the factions. So those guys at GBH, Giant Bernard and Travis Tomko are of Rise, but uh, well, I didn't actually make another note of it here. But Tomko was fired after this; he's gone. Where did I make a note of that? Well, actually, yeah, he was fired after this. Um, although we don't know what exactly the reason behind that is we know it's got something to do whether it's in kayfabe or not to do uh with the event that took place the night before now i actually didn't cover this on the last podcast so there was an igf show uh the third show it seems igf genome 3 uh enoki memorial 65 (laughs) that's pretty funny He probably has had 65 different memorial kind of shows. Um, It was in the Ariake Coliseum with a very specific number, 6,139 people in attendance, apparently. So this is the night before, on the 16th of February. Um, So Tomko defeated Alexander Otska in apparently an MMA match that went about three and a half minutes. There's a couple other interesting matches on this card that I make note of. 
Booker T defeated Tajiri. They went 12 minutes. Josh Barnett defeated Naoya Ogawa, who has a significant history in New Japan there. Barnett as well has challenged for the IWGP Championship before. On a January 4th show, I believe, against um, Yuji Nagata. They had a pretty good match. Uh, Ogawa, of course, is history with Hashimoto, but um, that would have been an MMA-style match as well. Hold on. And then it says here, Ogawa defeats Josh Barnett, so there must have been some kind of... Um, I'm guessing they... Oh, hold on. This is what it was. <laughs> so, I just I went through the reviews. I think this is from cagematch.net. Um... I mean, I, I saw a few reviews here and there, and most of them were not pleasant toward this event. But um, here's one that described the main event for us. They said, The main event was the usual screw job, this time with Inokia's as supervisor in the ring after the restart, and still a second fuck finish afterwards. <laughs> so, yeah, there was some bullshit that ended with Barnett winning in about five minutes. Anoki comes down and says, no, we're not going to have this happen. This is a real promotion. Restart the match. Everyone's like, yay, Anoki, he's doing the right thing. And then Ogawa wins by some other bullshit method. And uh, there you go. It's only five minutes later after that. Um, little digression there, but that was uh, part of the reason, apparently, whether behind the scenes or not, for... Uh, Tomko dropping the title with Bernard and, and leaving the company. Um, but in fairness, you know what? I The thing is that I could have seen that title change happening anyway. Bernard and Tomko had achieved everything they were going to achieve. They'd held the titles for a year, roughly. They won the tag league. Um, they beat Makabe and Yano in the tag league, by the way, but um, funnily enough, it was Makabe and Yano, uh, they beat uh, Giant Bernard earlier on in the tag league because Tomko wasn't there, because Tomko had uh, uh, you know, obligations with TNA, which is his main promotion, I think. Um, and he couldn't get over it. So it was a handicap match. But then when Tomko returned, don't quote me, I think it was the semifinals. Obviously, I've gone over this in a past podcast. I don't want to go back now and go over it. But anyway, yeah, I just, I don't think there was much more that those two could accomplish. So, and Makabe and Yano, um, yeah, are a good way to keep the tag division going. They're a strong team. So, especially with all that's going on with, GBH, all that's just happened with GBH, like pushing their top two guys in GBH as, you know, two top heels at top of the tag division. I don't know. It all makes sense. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is all kayfabe-ish, like maybe Tomko was on the way out anyway, and this was just a way to create a stir, some bullshit behind the scenes, Russo stuff. I don't know. Anyway, the biggest result from that event on the 17th, the New Japan event, to switch back to that, uh, the was the main event. The IWGP heavyweight title was to be unified with the IWGP third belt title, Shinsuke Nakamura holding the former and Kurt Angle holding the latter. Kurt Angle went down to a landslide in about 14 minutes and the... Uh, history of the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, the lineage is reconverged, um, and Shinsuke Nakamura is the hero and the true IWGP Heavyweight Champion, um, holding both the second generation belt and the third generation belt. A very... Um, Happy ending, I suppose. And it was a good match, I believe. Did I, um... Try to remember. I'm pretty sure I thought that was a... A pretty good match. Um, the, um, the crowd were hot for it. But... Yeah, anyway. So there you go. 
We have one true IWGP heavyweight champion once again for the first time since Brock Lesnar in 2006. So, a pretty long um, term angle there. I guess, well, maybe depending on how you your philosophies on booking, you might only consider that medium term, a year and a half, but um, there it is either way. And just to wrap up February, there was on the 24th and the 29th, a couple of lock-up shows. Uh, so the 24th was in Tokyo, Daisuke Sakamoto defeated Takashi Iwano, um, the new tag champions, Makabe and Yano, defeated Tengu Kaiser and Yoshihito Sasaki. And then in the main event, Arashi, Hisamaru Tajima, and Yutaka Yoshi defeated representatives of legend, Akira, Riki Choshu, and Shiro Koshinaka. Oh wait, that wasn't the main event. The main event was a WEW heavyweight title match in which... Uh, Tomohiro Ishii challenged Mammoth Sasaki for said title, but was unsuccessful. Sasaki remains the champion there. And then on the 29th in Osaka, um, Great Bash Heel representatives Tomoaki Honma and Tomohiro Ishii defeated... Oh, hold on, no. They didn't defeat Gainer and Zero. It was a double DQ. Don't know how that one went. Maybe it turned into a brawl. Maybe they were all outside the ring. Maybe they were brawling outside the ring. I could definitely see that and didn't make it back in time. Uh, for Legend, Ricky Choshu and Shiro Koshinaka were able to defeat Arashi and Mitsuya Nagai. And then of Great Bash Heel, Togi Makabe and Toru Yano, they joined up with Taru of Voodoo Murders, uh, as long as that's still a thing over in AJPW, All Japan. Uh, but the three of them defeated Mamet Sasaki Takashi Sasaki, and Tetsuhiro Kuroda. And that brings us to March. And speaking of All Japan, we had a, a pretty big card here on the 1st of March. All Japan Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Love in Ryogoku. Apparently they drew 8,500 to Sumo Hall in Tokyo. And the, I mean, <clears throat> similar to... Uh, TNA, I've been following along with TNA in this series uh, recently just because they've been a part of the big shows in particular. But, you know, um, all over the place, they've been sending guys over to be involved. So uh, I'm going to keep up with All Japan a little bit more as well because uh, they continue to be a part of the New Japan uh, world, if you will, for the uh, time being. And yeah, like I said, this is a big card for them. They had the uh, World Junior Heavyweight title on the line, wherein uh, that the champion was Katsuhiko Nakajima, and Silver King defeated him. So Silver King, the new All Japan Junior title holder. Hiroshi Tanahashi came over from New Japan to join team uh, to team up with Keiji Muto and together they defeated Taiyo Kea and Toshiaki Kawada. Wow, what a great main event that is. So, of course, um, Kawada, the All Japan 90s original. Hold on, let me just let this helicopter go past. Bloody noise pollution. All right, sorry about that. Um, Tanahashi and Taiyo Kea uh, at the last Wrestle Kingdom faced each other. Wait, no. At the first Wrestle Kingdom, faced each other in 2007. Kawada, All Japan original from the 90s. Keiji Muto, New Japan legend from the 90s. Um, yeah, lots of star power in that one. Cool match. Um, the New Japan pair, picking it up, picking up the win. We had, my goodness, Dory Funk Jr. in the next one with Osamu Nishimura. They together defeated Genichiro Tenru and Masanobu Fuchi. So again, plenty of star power in that one as well. So it's a, you know, it's it, the average age might not be impressive, but the star power is there. And then 
in the main event for the Triple Crown title. Satoshi Kojima challenged the reigning champion, Kensuke Sasaki, and was unsuccessful. Kensuke, Kensuke Sasaki uh, retained the triple tr- the Old Crown Triple Crown. Um, speaking of other promotions, actually, we've got a, actually I've got a couple in a row here. There was a big Noah event as well. This is the next night on the second of March, also in Tokyo. They called this one, uh, or their tour is called the Second Navigation. Um, but this one was in Budokan, so they apparently drew fourteen thousand people, and Ring of Honor participated in this show over from America. Uh, and speaking of all Japan '90s legends, Akira Taue was a part of the well, the first match I have listed here of the significant matches. He teamed up with Junji Izumida to defeat the Kings of Wrestling, Chris Hero and Claudio Castanoli. And that went about 11 minutes. Obviously, Hero and Claudio from Ring of Honor. And then we had Kenta, Kenta Kabashi, and Timon Honda against Atsushioki Aoki Tak. Kumasano and Yoshihiro Takayama. Oh, wow. Those guys went about 30 minutes. And uh, Kenta and Kobashi and Honda picked up the win in that one. Then we get to a couple of title matches here. So we have the GHC, which I believe stands for Global Honored Crown. That's their kind of version of IWGP. Uh, The GHC tag team titles... Naomichi Marafuji and Takashi Segura defeated the Briscoes, Jay and Mark Briscoe. Uh, they went about 30 minutes as well. But um, Marafuji and Segura are the reigning champions and they retained there. And then the GHC heavyweight title, that's held by the legend of legends, Mitsuhara Misawa. He's held the title since uh, December of 2006. So it's been a, a long reign for Misawa, and it comes to an end. Takashi, Takashi Morishima, who I believe does a lot with um, Ring of Honor around this time, has kind of been uh, taking dates over there. Um, Morishima is the new GHC heavyweight champion. He ends the reign of Misawa. Um, sadly, that's the last championship reign for Misawa. I mean, not sadly in this in the sense that. I mean, he shouldn't have been champion then. I mean, I think he was in pretty rough shape at, at that point. Uh, let alone when. You know what happens. I'm assuming. Uh, but, I don't know. It's. It's a sad topic. Let's uh, move ahead to a less sad topic, slightly. The same night, zero one max held a show. It's their seventh anniversary in Corcoran Hall. Um, This one has uh, a direct effect on New Japan Pro Wrestling at the end of it, but it started with uh, a couple of New Japan wrestlers, Mitsuhide Hirasawa and Tetsuya Naito, defeated a couple of blokes who call themselves the Sword Army, Ryoji Sai and Shota Takanishi. And what's Significant about this show, not just that Hirasawa and Naito got a win, which is pretty rare, but Naito debuted the Stardust Press in this match, which is to be um, his finish moving forward. And again, I don't want to talk too much about the future, but um, the Stardust Press is a significant move for Naito moving forward, not just as a finish, just a kind of a part of his story moving forward um and then the bjw big japan is that what that is so um let's double check that just in case i don't want to yeah big japan pro wrestling um it's So those guys are kind of... I'm pretty sure Big Japan's like a... uh, 
mostly a hardcore type of uh, promotion. So I don't know if that was, you know, if, if this was a hardcore match at all or, you know, whatever you want to call a hardcore match. No rules, street fight, no holds barred. But um, there was a title change here. So the champions going in were Kengo Mashimo and Makoda. Sorry, Madoka. Madoka. My apologies. I haven't seen those names before. Um, oh, sorry. No, wait. They're the guys that won. They defeated Daisuke Sakamoto and Yoshihito Sakai. Oh, sorry. Sasaki. I have seen that name before. Yoshihito Sasaki. Uh, so title change there for the BJW tag team titles. In fairness, I don't think that affects New Japan too much. But Takao Mori defeated Manabu Nakanishi. So, I mean, that's got to be a low point for Nakanishi. No offense to Omori, but he's really not... a. F- He's really not achieved anything since his mid-card Tokyo Dome victory. We're a few months into the year now. Um, And now we had, just before the main event, uh, also members of the Sword Army, Ikuto Hidaka and Misato Tanaka, defeating Koji Kanemoto and Ryusuke Taguchi. Um, I mentioned on the last podcast about Tanaka and Koji Kanemoto uh, I mean, they were brawling after the last match they had. There's obviously blood, <laughs> bad blood between them. So that's something that'll probably continue. The main event, though. A non-title match between Shinsuke Nakamura, of course now the undisputed IWGP heavyweight champion, against Kohai Sato. Um... This was an emotional affair dedicated to the late Shinya Hashimoto, uh, of course, the founder of the original Zero One. Um, and Nakamura wears the IWGP crown title belt, the second generation, second V2 title belt to the ring. Um, this whole match is available. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I've got links here, but um, Nakamura wins the match with an armbar. What's most significant about the match, though, is afterwards, Nakamura takes the microphone, he talks about Hashimoto, he finds Shinya's son, Daichi Hashimoto, in the crowd, in the front row, and he hands young Hashimoto the title belt, his crown V2 IWGP championship. And he shakes his hand and leaves it with him. Which, of course, was the intention back when they debuted V3, the third IWGP championship belt. They presented the second generation one to Hashimoto because it was so synonymous with him. And, of course, such a tragedy losing him um, in 2005. So... Uh, I actually found it elsewhere prior, uh, but when I checked that link before doing this recording, it was no longer there. So I searched for it again for you lot. I found the whole match, including like, if you know Japanese, it's particularly good because it includes like pre-match promos and stuff like that. Um, unfortunately, it's on an, a site called Arts Porn. So if you don't want to explain why that website name is in your search history, you can use the slightly better adult.noodlemagazine.com slash blah, blah, blah. Kind of funny how these names are. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I mean, it's... And I looked kind of around the side of it. It's just... It's got just content like this. It's not... doesn't seem to be particularly adult or sexual or anything. So... I'm sorry about those names, but um, give it a watch, clear your search history, and then, um, uh, yeah, and then you'll have come to understand this significant moment for a belt nerd, at least, because that's the last we see of the IWGP Heavyweight Championship V2, Um, the most exciting 
part of that is the build that comes next. But that's for a later date. Moving along, we're actually going to continue talking about other promotions. TNA, Destination X, took place in Virginia on the 9th of March, uh, although this one wasn't particularly notable, actually. The main event was a six-man tag where the unlikely alliance, Christian Cage, Kevin Nash, and Samoa Joe, defeated the Angle Alliance, Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, and Tomko. On the undercard was an Elevation X match in which Rhino defeated James Storm, uh, Robert Roode defeated Booker T in a Stand By Your Man strap match. I don't even want to know what that is. I don't care. Uh, and then the team of Curryman and Sharkboy defeated Team 3D. My goodness. In a fish market street fight. Once again, I just... I'm just going to move on. On the same night, New Japan Cup action began. The first tournament of 2008, the New Japan Cup began in Aichi Prefectural Gymnasium in attendance, apparently, of 7,500. First round matches for 2008's version of the New Japan Cup. Koji Kanemoto defeated Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson showing up as part of a new talent exchange agreement with the NWA. Um, Anderson actually replaced Yuji Nagata in this tournament. Uh, who I made mention of in the last podcast, unfortunately injured. So Anderson, quite a late replacement that decided to bring him in on uh, a one-year contract, I believe. And whether it was to be extended or not based on his performance, but um, a losing performance here via submission to Koji Kanemoto. By the way, I don't think, when I say based on his performance, I think that's like the actual contract. I don't think that was a kayfabe thing where they said, all right, we'll give you a run. And, you know, that was part of an angle or story or anything like that. I think that's just, you know, wherever I found that information. I, I should really cite this information, shouldn't I? But I don't know. The next first round New Japan Cup match, uh, Hiroyoshi Tenzan defeated Tomohiro Ishii, some uh, GBH revenge there for Tenzan. Uh, also on this card on the 9th, we had an IWGB tag team title match. So, Makabe and Yano in their first title defense. Um, Giant Bernard with a, new, with a new tag team partner, Shinsuke Nakamura. What a replacement. But unfortunately, they were unsuccessful. Rise there. It was a no contest um, in just under 20 minutes. So Makabe and Yano hold on to those titles. And then the main event, let's see if this link still works. A Billy Billy link. I think that's um, Chinese YouTube. It does. It looks like it's loading. Start this one up. Yeah, that works. All right, that'll be in the description. Have a look for this one. It's Hiroyoshi... Tanahashi, sorry, Hiroyoshi. <clears throat> I've done that before, I know. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating Hiroki Goto. Of all the names, I shouldn't get wrong. Anyway, um, yeah, sorry about that spoiler if you wanted to watch it, but that's what this podcast is about. Tanahashi defeated Goto in just over 20 minutes. Uh, link in the description if you want to watch it. Goto is the babyface. Tanahashi's the cocky heel. Although, how heelish he comes across depends on his opponent. That's something he kind of added to his game over the um, course of his championship reigns in 2006 and 2007, especially 2007. Um, really kind of not just that perfect baby face anymore is, is willing to go that extra mile. And, you know, if the crowd like the other guy better, then fine, he'll play that up, you know. Um, here he does a bit of brawling around the ring um, and that isn't my favorite but the action inside the ring is great there's a sling blade that's counted into a dangerous backdrop but then Tanahashi hulks up and then takes a lariat just straight back down to the mat by Goto Goto stays on top with a Yushiguroshi followed by a high angle neck breaker off the top turnbuckle and next he hits the Euro Shouten which is an overhead 
gut wrench backbreaker rack dropped into a <laughs> Jesus Christ dropped into a reverse swinging side slam face buster. Gosh, that's a long explanation. It's a move Godo innovated. Don't know how long it took him, but uh, it only earns him a two count. Tanahashi appears to low blow Goto to buy himself some time, and then he meets Goto at the turnbuckle. Goto fights him off with an older move of his, the Kaitan, which is a leg trap, sunset flip, pat, or super bomb. It's off the top, so super bomb. Um, Tanahashi springs to life after kicking out. He locks in the Texas Cloverleaf. After escaping that, there's some hard shots that go back and forth, but Goto's had enough. He punches Tanahashi in the head, shoves back the referee. He's losing control as Goto. Shouten Kai is countered into a dragon suplex. And then when that's resisted, it goes to a straight jacket German or the Daruma Shiki. And that lands for two for Tanahashi. And then he tries again with the 12-6, which is Tanahashi's sit-out fisherman slam. Uh, and then once he lands that, he goes up to the top. High fly flow. The first one lands. He doesn't think that's enough, so he goes back up. And the second one hits Goto's knees. Goto once again goes for the Shouten Kai, but this time it's counted into the pin. And it's a win for Tanahashi off of that to progress in the New Japan Cup, of course, a a knockout tournament. So that's the end of it for Oki Goto. Aishimasu. The second event, they had a break for a few days before resuming the New Japan Cup. It was on the 13th in Iwade, Wakayama. Still in the first round, though. Togi Mikabe defeated Takashi Izuka who is, um, yeah, kind of a, one of the guys fighting back against uh, GBH alongside, not alongside Tenzan. I don't know exactly, I don't want to miss the story here. Let me just move down a little bit, see if I explain it later. Um, I'll just, I'll breeze over it just to make sure I don't lose it. No, wait, I do explain it later. That's okay. We'll, we'll explain it when it comes, becomes more relevant. So, Maccabi beats Iska in the first round. Uh, there was a significant tag match on this event as well. Uh, Rise, Milana Collection, Minoru, and Shinsuke Nakamura were able to defeat Tanahashi, Ryusuke Taguchi, and Yujiro in a th- six-man tag. So, Rise kind of been having a rough go lately, so... Picking up a win there. On the 14th, the next night, the third, uh, the third, um, I don't know, tour card for the New Japan Cup in Hiroshima, Tenzan defeated Honma. So that's just a singles match. Sorry, that's not a New Japan Cup match, but Tenzan's going, picking off these GBH guys one by one. And then we've got the, the New Japan Cup first round Ryusuke Taguchi is in it, and he defeats Liger. Big win for him. Nice one, Taguchi. They went 11 and a half minutes. Um, also, to close out that card, Tanahashi and Kanemoto team up to put Rice back in the losing column. Prince Devitt and Shinsuke Nakamura this time. The next night again, on the 15th, they're in Higoyo, Hiyogo, Hiyogo, Toyuka, Hiyogo. Um, Tetsuya Naito and Yujiro team up to defeat Carl Anderson and Mitsuhide, Mitsuhide Hirasawa. Um, so, I mean, that's a decent win for Naito and Yujiro. Uh, they've picked up a win like this. Uh, my notes don't make sense here. Uh, the important part of them, though, is that this is the win. I think what I was trying to say was these guys have teamed up and won before, but it's this time that they team up uh, and win that leads to them actually forming a proper team, Naito and Yujiro. Also on this card, Izuka defeated Gato, Tenzan defeated Jado, once again a GBH guy, um, and you can see a little pattern 
emerging there with Iska also against these um, GBH guys. I'll explain more later. But back to the New Japan Cup. The no, not quite the final first round match yet. Toru Yano defeated Milano Collection AT. We had another tag match. Rise, Goto, Minoru, Nakamura defeating Tanahashi, Kanemoto, and Taguchi. Once again, successive nights here, one after the other, on the 16th. They're in Okayama now. And we have Naito and Yujiro teaming up, and they are officially now known as No Limit. They are a tag team. And they def- no wait, they didn't defeat Koji Kanemoto and Wataru Inoue, which would have been a huge victory for them. But they did do well enough to get to a time limit draw. I mean, it's only 15 minutes, but still, a very newly formed team in no limit, showing they can hang with a team at the very top of the junior heavyweight tag team division. Um, or even if Kanemoto and Inoue aren't necessarily a tag team, um, or recognized as a, a tag team. Both of them, of course, very much at the top of the junior um, heavyweight division in their own rights, individually. So, still, last in 15 minutes with them, nothing to sneeze at. Good work, no limit. Um, we had uh, those the two matches, GBH singles matches switched around, so this time Iska defeated Jado and Tenzan defeated Gato. And first round, New Japan Cup, Giant Bernard defeated Tomoaki Honma. And then the tag match was Tanahashi and Taguchi defeating Devitt and Nakamura. So um, I guess that's kind of the you know main unit, New Japan main unit guys in a feud with Rise at the moment, it seems. Um, although I think that's probably mostly to do with Tanahashi and Nakamura, but... We'll get there. Once again, successive night, the 17th now. They're in Totori. No limit. Once again, a time limit draw, this time against Minoru and Prince Devitt of Rise. And they are a proper tag team. Um, that's Prince Prince, uh, former tag junior tag team champions in fairness. So, look, it's only 15 minutes once again. It's not a win, but still, they're showing some... Some spirit there. And now we have Hiroyoshi Tenzan and Takashi Iska teaming up. And they defeated Makabe and Honma. So not GBH's main tag team, but still uh, one half of it in Makabe. And Honma, I mean, he takes a lot of falls, but, you know, he's thereabouts. So it's still, it's a significant win, um, even if just for Tenzan's sake I mean you can you can tell here he is really raking in some wins over GBH so um, I mean hopefully you can imagine that these matches are quite heated um, GBH are probably the strongest heels in the company right now because rise are kind of heelish but they're sort of tweeners there's a lot of guys that people like in that team um and gbh are really like they're they've um, unfortunately for tenzan kind of become stronger without him i think they've just got a stronger direction with a a proper leader that's there all the time in makabe uh who's really emerged in in recent the recent couple of years uh as a, a top guy and just the way they go about matches. It's very much a gang mentality with GBH uh, and all the weapons. They don't give a, a crap about the rules. Um, so they're, they're very much a, a strong, the strongest heel unit at this time. Uh, and heel presence for the promotion, right? So, um, you know, Tenzan's been wronged. He's already a popular guy, so the fans are right behind him. And um, this is a, a heated feud here. But we've still got um, one more first round match for the New Japan Cup. And that was between Rhino and Minabu Nakanishi. And Rhino wins over from TNA. Nakanishi can't buy a win at the moment. Also on that card, 
we were still on the 17th, by the way. Um, Giant Bernard, Hiroki Goto, and Shinsuke Nakamura. A very strong rise uh, three-man team there. Defeated Tanahashi, Taguchi, and Tiger Mask. So the first round, at a glance, just to focus here on the New Japan Cup because there was a lot of matches in between. Koji Kanemoto advanced after defeating Carl Anderson. Hiroshi Tenzan defeated Tomohiro Ishii. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Hiroki Goto. Togi Makabe defeated Takashi Izuka. Ryusuke Taguchi defeated Jushin Thunder Liger. Toru defeated Milana Collection AT. Giant Bernard defeated Tomowaki Honma. And Rhino defeated Manabu Nakanishi. Leading us to the second round of the New Japan Cup on the 19th of March. I'll say versus... It's Rhino versus Toru Yano in the opener because I did find this match on YouTube. Let me just check that it's still here. It is. It's on the New Japan's Japanese YouTube channel as part of their Greatest Moments series. And they spelled Rhino with the um, the WWE way, the with the Y, but... Um, Oh, let me just go back to my notes here. Yeah, so if you want to watch that match, link in the description. They brawl into the crowd, Yano and Rhino, as you can imagine. I mean, two guys that are no stranger to using weapons in a match. Yano uses his wrist tape to choke Rhino. They hit each other with barricades and chairs. Um, Yano uses... Mel makes use of the ring bell hammer as well. The referee thinks little of any of this, of course. It's a New Japan match. Why would the rules matter? Yano takes down the corner pad and throws Rhino... That's the classic, isn't it? Yano takes the corner pad off. He throws Rhino into the bare turnbuckles and then kicks Rhino low. But at least the referee did... At least he had the courtesy to distract the referee before doing that one. And then the referee squashed a moment later into the corner and Rhino takes that as an opportunity to introduce a table. So he sets that up in the corner and... The rather small crowd get pretty excited by that. Yano finds himself up against the table, but Rhino misses the spear, crashes into the table alone. Uh, Yano doesn't make the most of the opportunity, though, and it's Rhino that still, or that needs to, needs the referee to hurry up soon, because Gato runs out, and he takes out Rhino, but. Oh, he tries to take out Rhino, but all he gets is a spine buster. But that's still enough of a distraction for Yano to smack Rhino over the head with a chair. The referee wakes up now, just in time to declare Yano the winner by pinfall. Um, I Well, I said just before that uh, this is part of the Greatest Moments series. I'm really not sure why this match would be considered a greatest moment at all, but... I guess, I don't know, if you were an ECW fan, it's cool to see Rhino in a New Japan ring. The crowd heavily boos Yano. Um, if you're okay watching a, you know, this one went about 11 and a half minutes, just, you know, weapons and all sorts of everything. I mean, an American-style match, I guess you could say. So, in, in that sense. So, check it out. Link in the description if that's your thing. But, um... I think, unfortunately, that was the only uh, New Japan Cup match that I actually found. Um, a full version of. The next one in the second round, Giant Bernard defeated Koji Kanemoto in just under 10 minutes. Uh, that was on the same night, on the 19th, in the main event there. Tanahashi, Taguchi, and Tiger Mask, or oh, and, in a way, defeated Goto, Minoru, Devitt, and Nakamura. That feud continues. On the 21st, um, this was a, uh, a just a, a card on the side. It was Crash 2. I think it, It's a Masahiro Chono event. I think similar to how Choshu does those lock-up shows. I think Chono is branching off and, and kind of using some New Japan guys to do a little promotion of his own and some events on the side. So on this one, Rhino defeated Honma and Iska defeated Ishii, but it was by DQ. So Ishii might have 
um, taken Iska out with a chair or something. Or maybe it was just everyone ran in. It could be that. It could be that GBH is sick of Iska getting involved in their business and they all ran out and beat up Iska. But, um, oh, you know what? On this show, oh, I thought it was just those couple of matches, but they've actually got these New Japan Cup matches on this show as well. So it was the big one in the second round. Hiroyoshi Tenzan versus Togi Makabe. This one was a double count out. It only lasted like two and a half minutes. Of course, Tenzan's not taken kindly to this faction being taken over. And this is his first chance at Makabe one-on-one. So they go straight into a brawl without any regard for the rules or the tournament. Um, and that's why it was thrown out. Oh, well, it wasn't thrown out. The double count out very quickly. But the match was restarted. And after another 15 minutes, Makabe managed to come out on top after what I'm sure was probably a a bloody brawl. Um, so Makabe advances there, and also in the second round, Tanahashi defeated his teammate in recent matches, Ryusuke Taguchi. Uh, that's the final second round match. The tag main event on this one, Chono and Choshu, def- well, sorry, Chono, Choshu, and Fujinami defeated. Really? The legends defeat Goto, Devitt, and Nakamura. I don't know how they justify that. These these are like all like Goto and Nakamura. Nakamura is the current champion. Devitt's like an up in the other two. Devitt's like a rising star in the junior division. Hiroki Goto, rising star in the heavyweight division, like thereabouts near the title. And they're defeated by these old men. Legends, don't get me wrong. But that's a head-scratcher, I would say. <clears throat> anyway. To the finals on the 23rd in Higoyo. No, sorry. Hi- Hiyogo. It's a weird one to pronounce. So, yeah, again, unfortunately, I wasn't able to find these matches anywhere. But we had the New Japan Cup semi-final. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating Togi Mikabe in just over 12 minutes. And then in the other semi-final, Giant Bernard defeating Toriano. So uh, a bit of revenge there for Bernard over um, Yano and GBH for taking his tag titles. And uh, GBH going down, both of them, in those uh, matches there. So a bit of a babyface final that that sets up. Babyface versus babyface. But before we get there, we had uh, of Legend, Akira, Liger, Chono, and Choshu. Once again, defeating Rise, Goto, Minoru, David, and Nakamura. So this legend team, I mean, they're, they're pushing them pretty strong. I mean, it, it makes sense to a degree. Obviously, these guys would be getting big reactions. It's just, um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, can you push them over a team that isn't full of champions and contenders? Like, <laughs> Rise is really kind of, you would think, should be... Maybe they maybe they feel like Rise is so strong that they can take these defeats and it doesn't affect them too much. But anyway, moving along, Rhino defeated Carl Anderson in a singles match, and then uh, we see Tenzan and Iska team up again uh, to defeat GBH's Gato and Jado. That one went thirteen and a half minutes before we get to the final, the New Japan Cup. 2008 final, and this was, wasn't this the final of the tournament for the, just a, a maybe a bit of a um, full circle moment here, wasn't it um, Tanahashi versus Giant Bernard to claim the vacant IWGP heavyweight championship? When Brock Lesnar left? Let me just look this up here. Let's get to... 2006. It was! It was. And of course, Tanahashi... That was on the 17th of July, 2006. Tanahashi defeated Giant Bernard to claim his first IWGP Heavyweight Championship. And... um, 
and now uh, they clash again for a chance to claim the undisputed and once again unified IWGP Heavyweight Championship. So a big opportunity for Tanahashi because um, it must be burning at him that he hasn't been able to hold the undisputed championship. You know, he's only held the the one that, well, it was disputed. I mean, he didn't beat the champion. So, yeah, unfortunately, again, I this, this match I, I couldn't find apart from highlights that are available on the same Japanese YouTube channel that I mentioned before. So I'll double check, but I'm sure this is still there. It is, yes. So that's the history of the New Japan Cup between 2005 and 2014, if you just want to skip ahead to 2008. And I'll talk you through what we see. So, Yuji Nagata, unable to defend his New Japan Cup win from last year. Here's Tanahashi landing a high fly flow on Giant Bernard. And that one hurt him. Tanahashi goes up to a different corner to try again. Giant Bernard all the way in the middle of the ring, but Tanashi makes it over there. Kind of lands on Bernard's side, but it's... Oh, Bernard kicks out. What a monster. I mean, the second high fly flow didn't exactly land perfectly, but still. And then here's another one, and this time Bernard moves out of the way. Second win, perhaps. Goes for the Bernard bomb. Up he gets. And no, Tanashi falls down the back. Sunset, sunset flip. One, two, three. Tanahashi wins... Bernard is shocked, and he's got a 5 million yen check there that he's holding up. Tanahashi, the New Japan Cup winner for the second time, I believe. Let's look that up, make sure I'm right. Um, I think Tanahashi won the very first one in 2005, is what I want to say, as a New Japan historian, which I suppose I technically am as since I'm doing this series, right? And I was correct. Tanahashi is the first to win it twice, by the way, now. And um, I don't want to say more importantly, but I think it's fair to say that the IWGP Championship is probably a bigger deal to Tanahashi than the um, New Japan Cup is. So that's what's lined up next for him. Uh, A shot at Nakamura... Once again, since uh, Wrestle Kingdom and a shot at being, for the first time, the undisputed IWGP heavyweight champion, but also it would be his third title reign as IWGP heavyweight champion. Um, we'll get to that in the next one, I think, because we're up against... Oh yeah, we've, we've gone long enough in this one. Fortunately, those matches are... Uh, well, that match in particular that I mentioned is on New Japan World, so... We'll be able to follow that one closely, but uh, we'll save that for the next one. Thank you for listening to this one, and until next time, have a good one.